0: Welcome to the Close Encounters of the Fourth Kind minicast. I am here with my special guest, Richard Roth. Hello. And we are tackling the interesting subject of Optimus Prime, facts, history, and just generally everything prime from TV series, films, toys, kind of our experience, our childhood with that character and yeah you know, generally everything in today's optimus prime o sphere <laughs> which is, as most people listening probably know uh, he he's now living on in a netflix series and i presume after bumblebee there will be more previous sort of g1 semi continuity films if they're follow... making money
1: yeah that's that's that that's, that's Seems like so it. yeah i mean I, and from what i gather based on the on the community the people like the toys i, I know that <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to I, i've kept my toe more into the tra- sort of transformers toy um the toy co- sort of community more than the the fiction community um i think i think basically around sort of I think it was Robots in Disguise or Armada. I thought it was getting a bit hard to juggle all the different continuities. And then when the, the Michael Bay film came out, I just thought, sod this. They clearly don't care about chaps like me anymore. So, <laughs> And then they had the comics, though. I mean, not to get too sidetracked, but um, they had um, Simon Furman and Jeff Senior do the Regeneration 1. I think it was with Jeff Senior, yeah. Um, did the Regeneration 1 Transformers comic which continued on from the original G1 comic. I think it continued on from the American comic. But anyway. So that's not the IDW series? (laughs) No, the IDW series is a different... It's still written by Simon Furman, but it's a different... It's like a new continuity, whereas Regeneration 1 continues on from the genuine... I think it even says it's like um, number 81 in a four-issue series because the the series started as just a four-issue miniseries. I think, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. I probably should have done my research, but there we go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we we kind of need to start from the beginning. And that is to say that, I would say Transformers was probably one of the first kind of um, series that was created for a toy. And in this case, the toy actually came first before the comic and the cartoon series
1: yeah as far as as i'm aware it was um the the first ever i think was masters of the universe which was 83 so this was 84 so yeah this was definitely this definitely one of the first because when did you because gi joe didn't get a show until real american hero as far as i'm aware so probably
0: because because the toys so if anyone who is a toy collector probably knows that um, Optimus Prime was part of the Japanese Joustra Diaclone nineteen eighty three toy line which was owned by Takara and he was named Battle Convoy and he was pretty same same mould and sculpt as the the G one kind of truck and cab that we all know iconically in love, but he was blue and black. He was designed by the same guys who also did the Macross uh, Jetfire and oh god my brain's hurting <laughs> Oh there was there was a difference here. series, I'll come back to that yeah be it. but who Hiroy- Hiroyuku Abara Ob- and Shoji Kawamori were part of the people who designed Prime, But, yeah, he was basically, a, you know, Takara and Diaclone and Microchange had a whole series of transforming toys that had little pilots that sat inside. Mm. But, you know, they they had no um, fiction around them. They weren't... See,
1: that. that it's, it's even more evident with um, the G1 Ratchet and Ironhide because they didn't oh. have proper heads. So they just kind of had... <laughs> like these faces just stuck on where the seats were. So, I mean, obviously in, in subsequent years, they've come out with kind of a different, I don't know if there's an official first party, but I, I definitely know there's different third party solutions to their yeah, missing is. heads. <laughs> Luckily Prime buy, had a head.
0: <laughs> you can buy plastic heads. But yeah, I mean, even um, Ultra Magnus was another kind of uh, diaclone, I think he was he was dark blue as well because Prime was blue and black, and I think Ultra Magnus was was blue as well. So yeah, it's kind of interesting that the that the toys that were then licensed by Hasbro and brought over to America and Europe, yeah, they they weren't there. You know, they they had no, they didn't even have character names. As I said, <laughs> Optimus Prime was called Battle Convoy, which I always find quite hilarious. And all all Hasbro did was uh, change the colours. And then, um, and I'll let you do the next fact about Marvel, because I know that's in your wheelhouse. Yeah.
1: um, We were. I've heard. There's two different conflicting um, things about who named Optimus Prime. Uh, One says it was Denny O'Neill, and one says it was Bob Budinsky. So,
0: yeah i've heard that as well I, 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 I don't know
1: i don't know obviously neither of us were there so it's, it's difficult to say <laughs> but um
0: yeah but O'Neill's passed away hasn't he
1: yeah so i'll give him the benefit of the doubt since he can't really <laughs> defend himself but yeah and and it's also speaking of the the, the, the pilots you can then see that when you fold optimus prime's sort of chest plate forward There's the little spaces that uh, one of my friends actually told me was designed to fit his hands when he's not in um, robot mode, when he's in his alt mode. And I thought because they did fit, I was like, oh, that's naturally where it's supposed to be. And it didn't occur to me until I think I actually was old enough to be on the Internet and was reading about it. And I was like, oh, no, you were supposed to put little men in there that came from Japan. Because also (laughs) back in the day, it was like um, we're talking about the different colors. Um, some of the uh, I think it was pre rub signed, so just the eighty four releases was there was different variants. Um he had different size hands. I think they were larger originally, and like Roller, Loaded. the little fella that lives in his trailer, he was different colours, and I think the he trailer was gray, yeah. it was and then the fuel pump was different. I, I can't remember all the different variants. It oh, no, trying, no, it's no, like it's are. like trying to remember all the different Street Fighter Two hacks that came out after oh, the original, but um, <laughs> yeah, there
0: was what you're referring to, I think they call bloated prime. <coughs> yes, yeah. he had he had grey grey roller, bigger bigger hands or bigger fists, mm. and a bigger gun, um, which is weird because I don't think anything else was different. Um, Not far
1: as so I'm aware, but
0: yeah, but um, it, it's funny you should say about the little men, uh, Grimlock. And oh yes,
1: on his back,
0: he's got a little. Uh, yeah, little um, cockpit Seek. on his back. Yeah. Little...
1: It's funny because I, I had Grimlock as a child and I often wondered what that was for. I thought maybe it's maintenance access <laughs> as it's supposed to be, or I thought maybe there was a part that in Japan he kept something in there or something like that. But yeah.
0: <laughs> right, yeah. Literally they just it's weird because they changed the colours so not, not massively they changed his teeth on Grimlock because in the the, the diaclone version has pointy teeth mm. whereas they were round made rounded for you know american european mm. audiences it's quite funny but yeah back to, <laughs> but coming back to prime <laughs> um, so yeah so denny O'Neill, if you you know if you fall on that side of the fence named optimus prime and a lot of the other Autobot and Decepticon, so he basically started to bring them to life. Um, it's also interesting. You, you mentioned Roller, and I think even the the cab, the not the cab, sorry, the trailer, <laughs> both had a, a Teller telepathic link with prime
1: the thing I remember the most about the trailer and I'm sure any other 80s child out there will know exactly where I'm coming from is where the hell did that trailer go like I remember it as like a <laughs> three four-year-old boy telling my asking my mum where does his trailer go and obviously my mum's barely paying attention to the show and just Busy doing housework. I was like, I'm sure you'll figure it out. But then I think it was um, Flint Dill, the story editor, said on the 20th anniversary DVD of the film, of the Transformers movie, the real movie, um, he said on the commentary that when Optimus Prime came up and the trailer came in, he was just like, oh my God, that blasted trailer. He's like, it's made of Disappearium. There, that solves it. (laughs) <laughs> but there was, I remember the earliest thing, I, I think I read it on the old Transformers Online Encyclopedia in the late 90s, was that uh, a theory that had been circulating on Usenet was that ev- it was in subspace. And like every Transformer had like an allotted amount of space in some sort of alternate dimension where they would keep oh, wow. their weapons. Prime could keep his trailer and also um, mass-shifting Transformers. So like uh, Soundwave and Megatron um they could because like he could transform it megatron could transform it into a gun that either soundwave could use or a person could use is that he could shift mass to there yeah. which i thought was an incredibly creative solution so which i don't I know heard. if they've ever come across that solution in in the the fiction anywhere but
0: yeah but yeah it was the same for reflector and perceptor but it, it's all it's all such a load of crap because <laughs> it, it's just because those toys were Mm-hmm. Whereas, um, you know, uh, Joustra, Di- Diaclone line was kind of more things like cars, planes, dinosaurs. For some reason, microchange was cameras, um, cassette players, telescopes, Which is scale
1: is all over the place as well. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. And because they bought both lines or they bought the licence... To, to use those moulds, yeah, they obviously were like, well, hang on, how do these things scale against each other? But um, I always found that hilarious that Starscream would, would would be holding his leader in his hand as a full gun. <laughs> it was just so weird. Yeah. But I think you, you probably know better than I do,
1: but Roller,
0: mm. I, I swear to God, he only appeared... In a few early cartoons, I can't remember him. Being I remember any...
1: seeing him on the cartoon, but I don't remember him being like a, a regular, reoccurring thing, like like character or anything like that.
0: No, I don't. I don't think he well. He had a little red light. I remember, and I remember <laughs> he, he felt Prime's pain in one show where he acted as a scout or something like that and mm. went ahead and then got shot.
1: He must have felt yeah. awful in that episode where they chopped up Prime into bits, and then they had to, the Autobots had to reassemble him at the end of the episode. But yeah,
0: well, that's that's another kind of interesting fact. I think Optimus Prime has died for, from any kind of leading character in any franchise. I think Optimus Prime has died more times than any gimmick. other. It's
1: such a gimmick. It's <laughs> such a gimmick because then they were going to do um quite famously they were also going to kill off. Uh, what's his name? Flint, the the leader of GI Joe. Who was the leader of GI Joe oh. at the time? Duke Flint, could be the, the blonde guy. They were going to kill him off, kill. and then there was such a backlash from like all these distraught children, and obviously the parents turning around and saying to Hasbro, like, "Oh, Marvel, it's like you know, you you've killed off our child." our child's hero how could you do this they were like oh crap we can't do that for gi joe as well so that's why at the end of the film they're like oh he's gonna make a full recovery oh yay it's like really just tacked on the end but you could i think because it's robots they could always get away with a bit more especially in the comics but even on the tv show it's like because they're not people you can rip their arms off and bash their heads in and things like that
0: (laughs) well that that was the thing you know I, i remember going to the cinema to see you know the 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 animated future feature film, and obviously, you know, spoiler alert: we've already covered that Prime <laughs> die fairly early on as well.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, but I think a number of a number of other kind of staple Transformers, I think Ironhide, Ratchet. I'm sure a load of oh, them. Oh yeah,
1: they they all like, just get like shot, and it's it's. Str- I just remember thinking it was really strange. It's like these guys get shot like every episode. Why are they suddenly now every shot is a lethal shot? and it was, yeah. but and again um flint dill said in the commentary is i think he said in the commentary but there's at one point where they were just going to have like all the autobots like run down a corridor and the only ones to make it alive at the end were the ones who were still going to be in production by like 86 or 87 or something like that but they were like okay i think it was like no that 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 was probably going a bit too far or maybe it was a bit too on the nose but even still it was like if, if you watch it now it's like It's quite interesting compared to, especially stuff like the Care Bears and things that were coming out at the time as well. True. The Get Along Gang.
0: Get Along Gang. My Little Pony. Yeah, Yeah, I suppose it was quite a violent, kind of violent film and cartoon.
2: You're finished, Megatron. Call it off call it off never time you nevertheless all but would be destroyed to the space cruiser
0: i guess we have to talk about uh peter cullen who Mm. has voiced him i mean i've got here a fact of over 26 times uh, across various different cartoons video games online you know uh, media I'm sure it's probably now more than 26 times. Mm. Um, I mean, he I think that was probably the only good thing about the Michael Bay films was that at least Optimus Prime looked like Optimus Prime and was voiced by Peter Cullen because I think
1: I just thought it was strange that they didn't get Frank Welker back for Megatron because it was like I mean, Frank is definitely still working. I mean, no, no yeah. nothing against Agent Smith, who wound up doing the voice. I mean, he did a <laughs> he did a fine job, but yeah, I was like, oh, you're probably going to get Frank Welker on this movie anyway to do something. So why not have him voice the guy? I mean, it misses that. I know they can't get. Oh, I feel terrible for not remembering his name. The chap who did Starscream. Scream. Um, oh, oh god, he was also a Commander. I feel ter- I'm terrible with names, but um, like he's passed away, so I understand why you couldn't get him back.
0: Tom Kenny Steve Blum,
1: Chris Latter Chris La it. no, it's Chris Latter.
0: it was also weird i I found that in the in the cartoon in the film, rather uh, the animated film, it was really weird that Chris Welker was voicing Megatron, but then when Megatron became Galvatron, wasn't it Spock?
1: It was Leonard but- Nimoy.
0: Yeah, I which
1: to- uh, well, I I just remember like thinking, yeah, it was like they had uh, Spock as Galvatron. They had the chap from Unsolved Mysteries, Robert Stack as Ultra Magnus. They, had, and, I, they had, um, Eric as Retka, and they had Eric Idle as Retgar, and and I just remember thinking, like, are we going to be oh, hearing God. these voices like every week on the show? Because this is going to get expensive. It also, was it Awesome Wells? Was Awesome Wells was Unicron? I mean. Jesus. That was his last role as well. It just it,
0: mind-boggling. <laughs> um, I think it's worth. It's kind of hilarious. One of my favorite facts uh, digging up is that Michael Dawn, who Star Trek fans were know as Worf, actually once voiced Optimus Prime in a toy commercial, which I haven't <laughs> seen, by the way. But yeah, I, I love. I love the thought of that. Um,
1: yeah.
0: And I think one of your facts about yeah. what Michael Bay based uh, the, the live-action version of Prime on?
1: I think he, he based a live-action one on Liam Neeson, and Flint Dill said that they based him on John Wayne for the original cartoon, with the way nice. he kind of had that swagger and always knows what's going on and always kind of knows the right answer and all this sort of thing.
0: And do you know who Cullen um actually based his performance on how no. how he kind of drew inspiration no no ah his brother oh <laughs> who, was, who was in the military
1: oh well there we go
0: i hope i've got that right i haven't misremembered that but yeah <laughs> no he he's the kind of moral moral grounding and mm sense of self and justice about Prime, yeah, apparently was taken from his brother who was in the military. Well he
1: does have that kind of voice that kind of, everything's this is the man that's in charge it's like some people just have that voice and it's just like, you just hear that voice and you kind of almost like sit up straight a bit more it's like, oh yeah, no, no, no the boss is here, (laughs) step aside, let the man go through
0: (laughs) (laughs) Totally Um, and another really weird fact is that David Kay who actually is more famous for voicing Megatron, voiced Prime in the 2007 animated series, which, I don't know, are you a fan of that series? Is that
1: the one where they all look really exaggerated and strange? Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm, uh, n- nothing against the shows or, the, or like the direction they took but like I said, I kind of I I was switching off by Beast Machines. I remember on Beast Machines, like, this isn't, I didn't like the designs. I didn't like the direction Bob Skeer was taking the show. Because to me, that was, although Beast Wars was, and this is kind of diverging a bit, but although Beast Wars was, you could connect it to G1, it was supposed to also be its own separate thing as well. But I still, in my head, I was like, nope, nope, this connects up. And I had all my, what do they call it, head cannon. I had all my head cannon to connect it up. And then, when he was doing that I was like oh, I think I'm I think I'm going off this and then when the new shows came out and they didn't even connect up at all they were just complete like retelling so I was like alright well I'm, I'm going to bow out now <laughs> toys still look cool though
2: but you destroy everything you touch Megatron <laughs> because everything I touch is food for my hunger my hunger for power <laughs>
0: Going back to the toys, there was a G2 toy, so probably in the 90s, probably the last Mm -hmm. line of toys that was released, I think probably only in in the UK and Europe, was a toy called Thunderclash, which was, uh, again, a big, big truck with missile launches. (laughs) But they then retooled that one, that design, with just different colours, was then uh, Machine Wars
1: Prime. Oh, right. Oh, yes. I The biggest thing I took away from Machine Wars Prime was that it was the first time he didn't have a face mask. Like he, So he had a mouth rather than that face guard thing.
0: Yes. I just remember yes.
1: thinking that was ever so strange. But, I mean, obviously, like, the age I was at that point, I was still like, oh, it's a different Optimus Prime. Oh, this is cool because I had, at that point, I had laser laser rod. The, the the first Optimus Prime that was like an oil tanker.
0: Oh uh, yeah. And that that was generation two as well. That was
1: a, that was so cool. I remember I, I've still got him now, but like he was so cool. So then when I saw this at like the machine wars, I was like, okay, they're taking that a different kind of different direction as well. Because I think really in my head, like once they did um Power Master Optimus Prime, I was like, okay, so they're kind of doing different reinventions of Prime. I mean oh, that's I, I'm, or I'm not. Oh, or a power master.
0: Well, apart from the God Jinrai version. Yeah, the full, yet,
1: the full like jacked oh, up no. super God Master Jinrai <laughs> version is cool as hell. But yeah, the American, the British version was just, just no uh, posability whatsoever. <laughs> and that exactly everyone, that. Bro- I remember everyone broke that bit because you're supposed to put in high into his back really and then he can fold his legs down but nobody did and everyone i I seem to remember when i was a child everyone's was broken and even now when i see like friends that still have it it's like yeah they're all broken everyone just snapped it down
0: well that was i mean yeah it's quite funny you should say that because those those power masters uh there was a whole line of toys that did the exact same thing you had to put the the, it kind of looks like an engine doesn't it Mm, yeah you put it in the front or the back of the toy and then the whole idea is then it 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 kind of allows the transformation and if you don't if you don't put it in properly it then just breaks so yeah yeah,
1: (laughs) absolutely because they're all i think they're all interchangeable so like all the headmasters are interchangeable obviously all the target masters are interchangeable and i think all the um Power masters are interchangeable as well, because so, there was like, I don't think I think was there more released in Japan, because you know, there was um, different oh, version. Yeah, because there were the off the top of my head for the the power masters there was Prime, and there was um, Dreadwing and Dreadwind Rock. Overlord. Overlord wasn't released in the states. Oh, I remember yeah. that.
0: Yeah, uh, Double D. So believe it or not, so they had. Um, Hydra and Buster hmm. were different coloured versions of. Is it Dreadwing and Dark Dreadwind and Darkwing? Yeah, get it around the right. Yeah, <laughs> they were called Darkwing. Hydra and Buster, and those those are Japanese versions. So oh, right. again, it, uh, it's like um, s- I'm going to say Siren. They had a version of Siren that was. White, I'm sure think it is. Sign There's white that was called Go Shooter.
1: Yes. Oh, um, yes. Because I, I've, I've actually I haven't seen the whole thing, but I've seen like the first half of that. So it's Master Force. So yeah, the, the, they had like because they, they did an admirable job of integrating the Pretenders into the the the, the story. So they had um, there was like one Autobot left on Earth. And he was a toy that wasn't released in the West actually. His name was Metal Hawk. he was a really badass pretender. But he they <laughs> they then hired like three children to be or teenagers – I don't know how they were supposed to be. To be headmaster juniors. So they were all repaints of America. So like Nightbeat or no, Night. I, said, I think our versions were a repaint of theirs. But like Minerva, Ghost Shooter, and Cab. And it was like Cab was um, they were all like uh, rescue vehicles and things so a cab was a fire truck ghost shooter was a police car and minerva was um, an ambulance but she was like a porsche 959 ambulance and i said yeah. like, jesus christ where are you going to put a body in there i mean you're going to get them to the uh-huh. hospital quick enough but
0: and they they were actually redecos of our versions of, of the european and american okay. versions because the, the japanese line went on a little bit longer the NARS. for oh, they had of, kind of,
1: they had breast masters and brain uh, masters and then they had all the different six i remember by the end they had like was it raiden six train um oh gosh yeah i, I used to, i remember for, yeah. for a number of years i was like really big into kind of latter day g1 japanese transformers but it was so especially before like i mean now there's so many guides and things like that but i remember in like late 90s early 2000s you were just kind of scraping by with what little bits you could gather off the internet and things like that and, like trying to figure out all the different, because there were so many different series as well, there was like Victory and Zone and trying to find out the correct oh. order of all of them
0: it, it got ridiculous because I think Super God Jinrai Prime, trying to keep let's try and keep <laughs> it back to Optimus Prime um, he somehow became Victory Leo
1: Oh I he think. was Star Convoy by the end he was Star yeah, Convoy was Star I think Boy. and Then Megatron merged with Unicron and became, like, Dark Star. Like, it was – because also, I think by that point, it wasn't even a show. It was just in, like, a magazine or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I mean, I remember in the early 2000s, the late 90s, you just, like, really just – I mean, if you weren't on the internet at that point, you really don't know. There was no Wikipedia. There was no like wikis anywhere with all this information just dumped. You had to piece it together from different websites, and you just had to kind of like I just remember having all these text documents, like trying to figure out who was who and the correct, like I said, the correct order of them. And oh, those were the days.
0: <laughs> well, you, you, um, I remember you told me about Kiss players, which oh, God. I, I could not, I could not believe yeah. that existed until you told me about it. And then I looked into it and, and I managed to find there's a handful at best, probably about three or four different uh toys that came out for the line. But I, I've never managed to find even PDF versions of the the comic or magazine that
1: that um that's probably for that, the best I think. Well. <laughs>
0: Or do you want to do you want to do you want to tell people what um, what this place was?
1: Uh, from innocent beginnings, okay. Uh, in the early two thousands, which was absolutely perfect timing, because I'm sure I wasn't the only one who was beginning to fatigue of transformers at this point. Um, Takara brought out not just the masterpiece line, starting with MP One Optimus Prime, the original masterpiece Optimus Prime. but They also brought out the Vinyl Tech, which was updated transformers and they looked like modern day vehicles and when they were in their alt modes they look a hundred percent like a model car like they even had details interiors and and they still transformed and they were great and everybody loved them they were released in the west as alternators and everybody loved them great and then like i only found out about this series when i when i told dan a few years ago um there was uh they in Japan only they re-released them with little figures like scaled to the vehicle, little figures of um, women of women who were supposed to in I think it's supposed to be part of the the, the plot or the backstory is that they kiss these transformers and they get superpowers or some, yep. something. It's one of those things where I'm like. I don't know how much I'm going to read up on this before I wind up onto some list, but um, they, yeah, they, the, the, the ones I remember, they they did because Optimus Prime was a Dodge Ram truck, and they released yes. him with uh, Marissa Fairborn. They, I remember that they released the cassettes that they, they they didn't come with anything sordid. They were just like standard Soundwave Blaster style cassettes, and then they had one where it was. They did hot rod or hot rodimus. I think they had to legally call them that. But I think they did yeah. Optimus Prime hot rod and another one. wow. Uh, like it was like a police car. I think yeah, they're the only ones proud. that I know of that I've seen. I've seen the the tapes. Optimus Prime hot rod and um, this police car. I, I not like. I said I, I can't remember the police proud. car's name. It's definitely but... Prowl. Yeah. Oh, proud. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, proud. Um, yeah. Um, but are they so they they did that, um, and I mean that. At the end of the day, the transformer itself is still the same as the vinyl tech version. It just has this. I mean, to be honest, like if you didn't have it in the box, because the boxes probably kind of make it look a bit kind of sex toyish. But once you take it out of the box and you just have it transformed, I imagine if you just have it on your desk, it's just it's a transformer with a little figure. No man, it's. it's yeah. than that. I don't know. So no. I actually own. So. I just remember the boxes look because like the box have the art style on the box looks very hentai. Yes massively it's, it's, they're, it's, they're all, it's the, the box is what kind of scared me when i was like oh my they the little, <laughs> little
0: manga girls they're 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 crying or they're i don't know just in weird poses <laughs> um showing their underwear in very uncomfortable manga style and the actual um figures are came with all all weird accessories um, not 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 perverted weird accessories, but um, <laughs> yeah a, weird girls accessories that came with them they mm. were i've actually it's funny to say that i've got the cassettes and the cassettes has it has a cd rom with it an old school cd Ooh. and i've never put i, I never Put the CD ROM in anything. I should read. Well, maybe I shouldn't. I don't know, but I need really <laughs> to see what.
1: I mean, I presume. It's, yeah.
0: Did it? Was it ever a cartoon, or was it just a comic? Or?
1: No, not as far as I, It was a comic, as far as I'm aware. But the comic was never released in the West. It was only ever released in wow. Japan. I wonder what that. What on earth? What on earth is on this CD? I might have to
0: brave it at some point. But I, I really. It kind of to me, Kiss Players was it the the Headmaster Juniors and the Victory um, and Zone the the problem I had with those cartoons is it, it's all got screaming basically screaming teenagers or kids all mm. the way through it. That's and true. it just I know it's a very common manga theme and, and I know the the actual robot design with Star Saber and um, Die Atlas and all Count Road Grabber and all these other big, big, I can't remember the name of them, but they were all like Gundam um, kind <laughs> of inspired design. So they were a lot cooler in the end mm. than uh, a lot of the, the, the stuff that we got in Europe because one of the worst, I mean, we, we talked about Power Master Prime, which is a, a chunky piece of crap without the God Jinrai kind of armour. But they also, with the Action Master line, which was also just terrible, um, they they did uh, an Action Master Prime and it, it's just basically a big truck with loads and loads of guns and weapons on it, but it doesn't transform it's sort of
1: I think it transforms into a base, but doesn't transform into a jet, I think. Yeah. I think uh, Action Master Prime turns yeah, into a jet. I think yeah, the, the yeah. Generation 1, the original G1 Prime, Power Master Prime, and Laser Optimus Prime, their trailers all turn into bases, but I'm pretty sure Action Master is the that turns into a jet.
0: And then you have a little so. version, a miniature version of uh, Optimus Prime, looking like Optimus Prime, but scaled down <laughs> to like a Star Wars figure.
1: It's just like, what, what, are, mm. what are they doing? I remember the advert for it as well. He was like, who wants to join me in losing the ability to transform? And they're like, yeah, we will. And I just remember, like, as a child, I was like, wait, what? D- what? I'm not finished with you yet. <laughs> like, so what's, odd. What's all the action masters, it was like,
0: so we're going to take all these awesome transforming robots and we're going to make them pilots or, you know, so that they fit in other vehicles that also don't transform, or some of them do a bit, but not properly. It's just like, what what were you smoking, Hasbro?
1: Whoever <laughs> came up with it. I mean, the Pretenders were bad enough, these big clunky... The Pretenders, uh, that was one where I was like, are these just to be more powerful with the shell on, or more powerful <laughs> with the shell off? Although, having said that, the Pretenders did give us that very, very cool bludgeon figure.
0: Yes. Which I, I am, you well you already uh, highlighted the best one, which is Metal Hawk, But I do actually have mm. Bludgeon. Metalhawks like it, it's it, it's worth its weight in gold, and so difficult to get <laughs> hold of. But I do actually have Bludgeon, which is an insanely good figure to look at, design of it. But again, it's you know it's a it's a it's a robot that's stuck in a big plastic shell. And the plastic shell doesn't
1: move. Well,
0: no, I don't think it does. Don't think. Trying to think. No, it doesn't.
1: It's completely no. The shells don't not poseable. The the thing. They're just statues. Exactly.
0: The thing inside it is poseable and can transform, and you can add things to it. Uh, I think Bludgeon has like a tank as well. Turns into his robot turns into a little tank. But yeah, oh, ridiculous. But I guess coming back to the Optimus Prime we know and love. Another kind of interesting fact. Well, one for you. What is his favourite drink? Mm. (laughs) Energy. Oh, Pepsi. (laughs) So, yeah, he was given away as part of, I think, it may have been a mail away, but there was something, there was a Pepsi promotion which you could basically send away and get an Optimus Prime with tokens, I think, or you've got something Pepsi related in the box. And then there were versions where he's pulling a Pepsi bottled or or he's kind of got Pepsi on.
1: Yes, the Pepsi, I think that was released um, when they started to do the re releases in the early 2000s, I think, because it might have been Pepsi Blue. I don't know why in my head yeah. I'm thinking it's Pepsi yeah, Blue. Think- and Pepsi Blue was only out for a limited time. It was one of those things like Crystal yeah. Pepsi. That just kind of lives on only in your memory, and, and
0: then the, a bit more recent, but not that recent. Probably I don't know, two thousand five or two thousand
1: nine. They did. Yeah, we'll say that's recent. Yeah, two thousand five. Yeah, well, 15, fifteen years, years ago. We'll yeah. That. Well, you
0: kind of. I guess when you think these toys came out in the eighties, it feels a bit more.
1: That's true. Yeah. But um, I just like the idea that that two thousand five is not that long ago. I just like that.
0: You <laughs> just hope that it's. It's not as long away as it feels. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's completely fine. But yeah, but yeah, um, weird kind of Pepsi promotions. Uh, and also, I think, probably never covered off that um, he once met the 40th president of the United States, so that's Ronald Reagan, in a UK mm. Transformers So Not a US one, UK, mm. which I, I, I thought why um, and he was he was in a lot of uh, military uh, based I think like guide books in the American military so he's, he's referred mm. to a number of times in in military literature I think I think army literature mm. um, uh, in GI Joe God this is a weird fact he was known as his. 114 or H I S S 114. Um, and in in um, Beast Wars, which I didn't really want to go into, but he's referred to, I presume not Optimus Primal, but actual Optimus Prime, was referred to as Big Mac.
1: I'm trying to remember. I mean, I was super into Beast Wars in the late 90s. I mean, I was telling you. Oh yes, yeah. like the the big thing I remember from Optimus Prime and Beast Wars was the season two finale, where the Beast Wars version of Megatron, like, tries to again. Here he goes again. Uh, tries to kill the original Optimus Prime, who's asleep in the Ark, and the the Maximals, the good guys, have to fix it because otherwise, because they're back in time. If they don't, then the whole time will unravel and all this kind of stuff. It was a good show. I mean, it's one of those shows that. When I when it first came on, I was like, "What the heck is this? That guy's not Megatron. What's this crap?" But then a friend of mine was like, "No, you really need to watch it. It's really good if you give it if you give it a chance." And I did, and it's it one of those things where I f- someone summed it up best on the internet at the time. They said, "And now, admitted, I I, I do I don't watch Star Trek all that much. So I don't know how true this is, but they said." Beast Wars is to Generation One what the Next Generation is to the original show. The original show is more charming, and it's more—it's the one that everyone knows, and it's the more well remembered one, it's the more iconic one. But Next Generation's, at the end of the day, it's a better written show, and Beast Wars is that to Generation One. Like we all have the fond memories, but it's one of those things. If you go back and watch it now, you really are watching it through rose-tinted glasses. Whereas Beast Wars to me still holds like the writing the writing in beast wars is so good and like mainframe the people that did the show they also did reboot and war planets and things like that like the character designs and the animation and i mean the backgrounds they couldn't make the backgrounds perfect cuz this was a tv show so they didn't have all the time in the world but like it looks good it holds up everything about it holds up whereas like the original show i love it a bit but if someone were to sit down and start slating it i'll be like it's a i just have to turn on so you had to be there whereas like beast wars is like no this is actually because it was bob ford and larry bob ford who i believe has passed away recently unfortunately bob ford and larry dittillo who also worked on masters of the universe as well i think um they were the story editors behind it and i'm i'm just so sad they only stuck around for three series because i I really wish they'd have kept it going because it was so good they they really had a had a good banner they had a great relationship with the fans because Bot, botcom was still in its infancy back then i think the first botcom was 94 i think 94 95 um and yeah they were go to the convention it was great i mean those and this was also the days i mean this is really going to make me kind of sound a bit old manish this was also the days where it's like because the film hadn't come out like the michael bay film hadn't come out like the, the transformers community was still relatively small and kind of it was just basically in the kind of in the 90s it was just the kids that had remembered it from the 80s and held on to it and yeah it was it was it was a great time and like there was a like there was just a couple of websites like a couple of really big websites like ben yi's site and guys like that who, who were kind of like the focal points for the fans i don't know i'm just going down memory lane now. <laughs> well i mean it's a nice memory
0: lane because I think we both feel the same about the Michael Bay films.
1: Um, yeah.
0: I, you know, I, I try it's,
1: and be... If the kids like him, great, but I'm, that's not my Optimus. That's not my Transformers. I just... I, I took... As I, said, as I said before, Optimus Prime himself,
0: I kind of like the update, the way he was done, you know, the way he looks. Even the um, the toy versions of him that related to the film. I'm okay with. The rest are just (laughs) dreadful. They 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 barely resemble anything to do with their original, you know, G one counterparts in in so many different ways. Um and it it's
1: it's just offensive. Because I, I it's like I don't I don't want to slag him off because I love like I love bad boys you know everybody loves armageddon and i love pain and gain that's absolutely adore that movie like he's a great he's a great filmmaker if you know and like michael bay movies but these i was just like oh yeah I just kind of—it's like that, that gif of um, Jerry Seinfeld just kind of smiling and throwing his hands up to get up and leave. It was like that was kind of me. I, I did stay for the whole film, but by the end, I just kind of was like, "Yep, yeah, all right, I'm, I'm bowing out of this now." <laughs> I, I remember
0: being sat in the cinema. I had such great hope for it. I was so excited because oh, me too. you know the idea of live action Transformers was, you know, probably a dream of any kind of '80s or '90s kid
1: oh yeah Uh, yeah. like we all had like oh what if they did this for real and then i remember in i think it was the late 90s or no the mid 2000s i think so there was something circulating on the internet that we all thought this was test footage for the film but it might have just been fan footage i think it was a white optimus it was like an ultra magnus cab and he was transforming in the street and he transformed exactly like the g1 optimus we were like oh my gosh this is what the film's gonna look like it's gonna be so great and then when it did come out we were like wait what kid from Holes is in this? <laughs> yeah. But I think
0: the thing that really annoyed me is that, well, obviously the lack of continuity, but it's the fact that the, the transformations were so weird and spiky and complicated. Mm. It's like, you know, the whole point was that they transformed into really cool things, but they, they somehow made it just so that I remember like the, the first kind of big action sequences and I was watching it and I'm like, I don't know who I'm, I don't know who the Autobots are yeah. and who the Decepticons are. I don't know who I'm supposed to be
1: rooting for because it's just this overblown mess on the screen. Yeah. yeah. To, to kind of di- di- divert a little bit, I kind of, and I really hate to say it because they were, I love the look of them, but this is how I kind of felt when um, Dreamwave brought the comic, started to do their own comics as well, and I find it a lot with kind of the modern manga style uh, Transformer comics, they look fantastic, I mean the artists that do it, like, I, when they first started doing it I was like I'm so glad they picked these artists because I've been fans of their fan art on the internet for years, but when they do action scenes it's really difficult to follow and i felt like like you said the film had that as well and it's like say what you will about like the cartoon or the older comic like the older style of the old comics you knew exactly what was happening like when like cyclonus gets his head ripped off by megatron in the in the comic it's like you know exactly what's happening like there's like the fights were so fluid like when uh, Strax, like, I, I never knew how to pronounce his name, but like when he's fighting someone and ripping their arm off, like it fits. Like you can see what's happening. Whereas like the newer, co- like I don't, I don't think it was the IDW comic. It was, de- it was definitely more of the Dreamwave comics. But like I'd just be reading it and I'm like, this looks incredible. I just wish I knew what the hell was happening. And it was the same, like you say with the film. It's like you look at it and you're like, it's just a mess of bits. Yeah. And it's like this must have taken like the, the poor animators and modelers, like ages to do and like render and everything so it's like but i just feel kind of bad from they put in all this effort and i'm like i don't know what's happening (laughs) yeah i mean
0: luckily i don't feel as as bitter towards the the entire line um as i as i do as i did when it first started because obviously no the toy lines flooded everywhere It, it suddenly became the central focus of transformers, whereas now I feel like, you know, since, or well, since Combiner Wars, toys started coming out, and then um, Titans, Power of the Primes, Siege, you know,
1: they've done a good job of, of of recognizing that there are different fans now. So I feel like that's kind of what's mellowed me over the years. Over it is like, you're gonna, ha- you know, you're gonna have some stuff that appeals to these people and some stuff that appeals to these fans. And it's like, like I said, they they brought the comic back for Regeneration One for like old fuddy duddies like me who are like, no, where's my old Generation One storyline? It's like, all right, well, we'll get the original creative team back to continue the comic. Okay, great. And it's like, you see some of the, to be perfectly honest, I feel some of the newer toys, some of the cheaper ones, I mean, if you compare them to the cheaper Transformers in the 80s, like I've seen some of the stuff that came out, I think it was the early 2010s, um, a friend of mine just bought one randomly at like a Tesco or something. And I was like, that looks like crap. This feels cheap. This feels like crap. This is like this kind of thing you get out of a bloody like cereal box. <laughs> like, this is terrible. And But it's like, then I realized like now also it's like, yeah, well, I can't complain because the masterpiece line is for guys like me. The third party stuff is for guys like me. So it's like, oh, okay, this isn't for me. So I shouldn't be complaining. It's like I'm not going to complain that like I adore the Explorer is boring because it's I'm not the target audience. So it's, I think it's the same with that. I was looking at it like this isn't like the Transformers I had. And I was like, well, no, I've got stuff that's way cooler than the stuff I had with the Masterpiece lines, you know. Well, it's interesting you should say that because Masterpiece, I, I, I God, I have issues with
0: especially with Optimus Prime.
1: On, oh yeah, you do. Yeah, they're on officially the third mold. Third, completely different mold for Optimus. Yeah, it does look good though. Oh, it, does. it does look but good. But it, it wants to for what just under three hundred pounds. Um, yeah, that's a bit. Back-breaking. It, it, it's just too much
0: because I think the first or the second um, version of Optimus Prime. There's, there's been oh, probably about twenty or thirty odd redecos of it, so there's been different formats. Mm. So they they've kind of. Even, even more, more recently, the Ghostbusters
1: version of it. Um, oh yeah, the Ghostbusters because there's two. There's the Ghostbusters Optimus Prime based on MP10, and then there's the Ghostbusters just straight up Ecto One. Yeah, exactly the the kind of crossover. But but yeah, you know they, they they kind
0: of continued that line, and and at the same time brought out you know the third version, which I I, I think it's got light sounds, all singing, all dancing. <laughs> I'm sure it is awesome, it looks awesome, but I think you get to the point where you think, well, I'm a collector. Do I really want to spend £300 on one figure? Um, yeah. Um When they could be bringing out Jazz or Trailbreaker or
1: Hoist or Mirage. I'm wondering if they're ever going to do post-movie ones. I mean, they probably won't just because... The whole one of the things about Masterpiece is that when they're in alt mode, they look a hundred percent like a hundred percent like this is how it looks as a vehicle. And when they're in robot mode, it's like this is how they looked on the show, especially now the way they've gotten. It's like this is how they looked on the show. And that, like now, what is it? I think it's Smokescreen, where they had one that's like this is basically a how a perfect version of how the toy would look and then this version is how he looked on the show where like his head sculpt is different and he doesn't have all the labels around the sides and things like that which i think that's kind of cool as well it's like they did the same thing for masters of the universe for he-man they said okay this he-man looks like a perfect version of the original toy and this version is the same mold but with um it was like stripped back so all like the, the rivets on his uh wrist gauntlets and things like that were stripped back and his head sculpt was different and his hair was different. Like This is how he looked on the show. So naturally being a massive nerd, I had to get both. <laughs> well, the, I think that's the problem. They've, they've done that, um,
0: Takara Hasbro, have done that with most of, at least the cars. There's there's what they call the mm. plus versions, which is exactly as you say, they're the anime um, accurate versions. And no one wants... The old the, the toy the toy accurate versions. Everyone wants the mm. plus versions and the plus versions usually come out ah oh, it could be three months, six months, a year, <laughs> two years after the original and it just makes a bit of a mockery because if you're you know you get really excited uh, excited about a release, there's no point buying it. You might as well just wait six months, three months, a year, whatever it is, and buy the plus version. Because the plus version will be infinitely more valuable and better, Yeah, um, which I think is is ridiculous. And, they, you know, again, it's like Sunstreaker. They've done a Diaclone police version um, of him. They're now doing a red Diaclone version of him, which was, I think it was called Spin Out, or will be called Spin Out. <laughs> you know, so there's already... You know, rather than kind of saying, "Well, wh- what out of our line?" You know, why don't we release Huffer? Why don't we? Le- why don't we release all the, these iconic characters? I mean, even with the Dinobots, why on earth have they
1: stopped? A Grimlock? Why is there no Sludge? Slag? I wonder if maybe they because. If they are looking at how well the third party figures sell, because I remember someone telling me once that I think it was Netflix or someone like that was looking to see what shows get pirated the most or what films get pirated the most and going after them. So I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they're like, because I know a lot of the ones you mentioned did have, do have third party figures. So maybe they're like, okay. Well, they have- Let's see what third party like right now. There's like three or four different versions of the Stunticons. Like it's the stunt. Like the past year has been like it's the year of the Stunticons. So um, personally, I think the X Transport ones looks the best. But uh, so like I know they're coming out with them now. So I wouldn't be surprised if they're like okay, let's see how well these sell, and if they sell well, will Hasbro will release an official one? Because I don't think they've ever done a Masterpiece Combiners. No, have they. Whereas
0: um, numerous other third parties have. And I would say, like like fan to- fans toys and what's the other one? What's the one who do the Geiger Power versions of the Oh gosh, I'm trying. To oh anyway, Th- those have been out a long time. They've done redecos of them, so I can't mm. imagine why um, Hasbro Takara don't think that that would be a good idea instead of bringing out. You know, they they've not even got I don't know, what, ten percent through the the G one line and they've
1: already done about five Beast Wars. It's like what well, what are you doing? You know? <laughs> those Beast Wars ones look amazing, they <laughs> Some of those look really they good. do look good, but I just think, you know, you you've done Actually credit to how good the original Beast Wars look. I think there was um, a third party transmetal Optimus Primal and I was like oh he was always I th- I th- in my opinion one of the better looking Beast Wars toys and then I saw the third party one and I was like he looks pretty much like the original Beast Wars toy like the th- the th- that's the thing like the original original Beast Wars toys that look that weren't transmetal that tra- just transformed into animals and dinosaurs because they were still had to be priced for children to be able to buy with their paper round money if anyone still does paper rounds um, like they didn't look right. Like Black Arachnia and Dinobot, especially, didn't quite look like they, they look so much cooler on the TV show. So that's one of the things I liked. Is when they did the masterpiece ones, of so those two especially. They're like, right, we're going to make it both alt mode and robot mode look like the TV show, and they, oh, they they look incredible.
0: Well, I think we've we've probably gone too far off the Optimus <laughs> Prime <upcoming laughs> history uh, topic. So probably a good space to wrap it up there. Um, thank you yep. to everyone listening. Thank you to uh, my very special guest Richard Roth, who I'm sure.
1: Thank you for will having Will come me.
0: back and we'll do another uh, possibly Transformers or toy or He-Man focus episode. So
1: yeah, more than happy to
0: stay tuned for that.
2: Hey guys, how about some tunes? Transformers. The weather is to human, I'll let you in on an epic clash. In the ancient past, my name was changed Lion, from a rioting past. past. My story starts in a world devoid of war, where people were employed, and all were workers who enjoyed the fruits of the labor and common stocks. We respected the freedoms of all such a beings, of all methods to changing from bipedal to vehicle. That's why we are called Autobots. But alas, there for roles, a class of robots programmed to protect us. However, they showed us no respect, as they were set up to oppress us pawns. In the game, with a simple aim of evil power, devour. Even a reason to see by greed, that's why they're the Decepticons. Led and headed by the dreaded menace, Megatron. Put a planet, Cybertron, and squattering all the energy and upon the factory that I was working and they descended upon showing a mercy just beyond firing at everyone Classic assault was Megatron, this charges fusion cannon and I hit the ground never to be the same again Orion, Orion speak to me, speak to me And I would have been worried no. not for the help that I got My wreckage was salvaged but I wise one Alpha Trigon Who rebuilt me wiser, more powerful than bigger And gaper. a new life to me through the force of Vector Sigma I am Vector Sigma Before Cybertron was, I was My homie became hide and I from this time Became known as the ultimate Autobot Optimus Prime Entrusted with the sacred matrix of leadership, mysterious power And told that it would light our darkest hour But we're not fighters like they are, Prime! From that platform I began my course To transform my peaceful people to a lethal fighting force Reluctive warriors knowing that war is not glorious Still we forward with the hope of victorious We can restore life to a planet destroyed by their Need for greed So a blast Recepticon to set the the line Would have met Megatron in the battlefield for the first time is prime. Hope that it would be the last, but the last There would be much more of this warfare Megatron said, who are you? I said I'm your worst nightmare Who are you? Your worst nightmare Transform, transform, roll out